Well, hello there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani, and you have me today. Jerry will be back tomorrow, so I expect you to call in because the Take Two family always shows up in a great way. When we uh, put forth the question or the topic, you guys take it away. You always have, you always will. The number to dial is 833-288-3986. Okay, that's the... um, that's the number to call in and you'll speak to Matt Gabinski. We have Ace McKay at the at the controls. He's our producer and we have Jeff Burson on social media. Jeff is an expert on social media. So he will retrieve all of the uh, comments and I'm waving to you guys. Get your chats going because this is going to be, I think, a very interesting conversation today. And we have a special uh, pop-in guest. Okay, I feel like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, you know, who's behind the door. So we got a special guest He is a friend of Take Two's and uh, you guys know him and love him and you always love when he comes on the show. So we'll bring him on in just a minute. I just wanted to give the number again because Matt is waiting to answer the calls to this question. Are you ready? Get ready to dial. Is Halloween a harmless celebration? (gasps) Is Halloween a harmless celebration? That's the question I'm asking today on Take Two. Okay, start dialing. 833-288-3986. As I'm listening to my next door neighbor who has this gigantic, uh, like 14 foot uh, monster on the front yard that every time you walk past the house, it, it has these red eyes that light up and it screams at you. Okay, that is what I've been uh, living next to for the past month. So is is Halloween a harmless celebration? 833-288-3986. Okay, so we'll get started right away because uh, in this hour, we're, it's probably going to go very fast with the discussion. We got a lot to go over and learn and talk about Halloween. And um, mainly, I want to really get into talking about All Saints and All Souls Day, because that should be the import- the emphasis. So answer the question, please. Call in 833-288-3986. Matt Kabinsky is waiting to answer your call. And let's bring on our guest. I Like I said, I was, I'm traveling over to the virtual door, opening the door. And who's our guest on take two? Well, it's religious demonologist and expert um, paratus in the, in the exorcism, exorcism ministry, Adam Bly. Adam, welcome to take two. Hi, Deb. Thanks. Good to be here. I do, you know, uh, Mr. Rogers was in your area of the country, and I, I kind of feel like I was walk. I'm walking up to that virtual door, opening up the door, and saying, "Oh, look, it's our friend Adam Bly." So, Adam, um, we co-host the Spirit World together. Last weekend, we did the show on Halloween, and we do have weekend listeners. We have weekday listeners. Our show does air on EWTN. We're so grateful, and it goes to the affiliates, those that um, want to air the show, and we hope all you know the affiliates do because it's a. we believe it's a needed show in this day and time that we live in, day and age that we live in, and it's at 10 a.m. Central and 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, you can pick it up on Saturday, and we did a whole hour on Halloween. And so, Adam, I I asked you if you would jump in to take two on the day before Halloween um, tonight. um, And it's very important uh, that we 
talk about it? And can you give us kind of a little bit of a Reader's Digest version in the next couple minutes? We'll hit the pause button. We'll get some of our uh, Take Two family on the phones, and maybe they can ask you some questions. But you know, you are an expert, um, a church decreed expert in exorcism ministry. Um, you're a religious demonologist. You've, you see it from all angles uh, in the work that you do on a weekly basis. So give us kind of a, a, a brief understanding of what we should expect for this week, what we really should focus on. Sure. So the Cliff Notes version is Halloween actually was a Catholic holiday and tradition for about 1,500 years. Um, And this was after it was a Celtic holiday. So it's actually more of a Catholic holiday than it is Celtic. So here's here's the longer version. In pre-Christian times, amongst the Celts, who weren't just in Ireland, they were across any place north of the Roman Empire. So it was quite a wide area, different tribes. They had a fall harvest called Samhain, and fall harvests are universal in human cultures around the world because that's the time you put food away for winter. You know, when you don't have grocery stores like we do today, it's an incredibly important time that determines whether you're going to survive the next year. So fall harvest is is universal idea. So the Celts, they have this fall harvest, and the Druids are involved. And we don't, in truth, know much about the Druids because Celts didn't have any written language until about 400 uh, A.D., and those are inscriptions on stones is when it started. So the Druid stuff was passed down verbally. We don't really know much beyond what Julius Caesar said, and that is they had human sacrifice, they did divination, and they wore white. There's not a whole lot more that we know. Okay, so that's pre-Christian, and that's among the Celts. Uh, By about the 5th century, Northern Europe becomes Christianized, and basically, you know, these old kind of traditions and festivals go away, Uh, and then in 609 AD, the first version of All Saints Day is created, but it's created on May 13th, Deb, not November 1st. May 13th is the first version of All Saints Day that comes in at 609. Then, a couple hundred years later, November 1st comes in, so this idea that Christianity um, you know, immediately put another holiday on top of Samhain or the Fall Festival. It's just not correct. Uh, you know, it was it was centuries later that All Saints Day was created. Uh, and then it was another 200 years, another uh, 200 years to about 1000 AD, when All Souls Day was added for November 2nd. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then the whole thing called Hallowtide, which is kind of like this overall... Catholic holiday where we, where we celebrate the saints, we pray for our departed loved ones that we believe are in purgatory, and this whole kind of festival of Hallowtide isn't really kind of finished being created and set up and understood until the 13th century. Mm-hmm. So you're really talking about a long, long time from the time that, that Northern Europe became Christianized. Now, here's the critical thing, Devin. Oh, okay, but hold that critical thing. Can you hold that critical thing? Because that'll... That'll leave all of our Take-Two family in suspense to to hear what Adam has to say on the other side of this break. But if you want to jump in on the conversation like Connie and the others about Halloween, answering the question, is Halloween a harmless celebration? We have Adam Bly as our guest uh, for the first part of the show, so please call in. 
You're listening to an encore presentation of Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Please, no calls at this time. This is what we're discussing today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Only you just have me today, but we have Adam Bly, who's our guest, and I have you, the Take Two family. So you got to call in, answer this question. Is Halloween a harmless celebration? 833-288-3986. You do not have to be Catholic to call in. I am really interested in what you have to say about this topic. But before before Adam uh, finishes how what he was uh, sharing with us, uh, he said the critical thing that we need to listen to, um, and I'll, we'll get back with Adam Bly in just a moment. He popped in as a guest today because it, th- that's how important this topic is. So please um, think about it and then call in. Before we go back to Adam, let me just share with our listeners the Lives of the Saints illustrated boxed set. This two-volume set contains information on a different saint for each day of the year. Packed with many illustrations, the stories are very interesting and brief, so that's good. So you can read them one one each day. Most uh, most of them are not; they're like just a few pages, so it's a very quick read, and that's wonderful. So you can you can use it all year long. Each volume is is hardcover and beautifully bound. It's available now at ewtnrc.com. Free standard shipping on online orders of seventy five dollars or more. Standard shipping is for the continental U.S. only, so you have to use code uh, free at checkout. Okay, but you know things like this that you can use all year long are very important, and it keeps your mind, I think, very focused. So um, let's go back to our guest, Adam Bly. Adam, pick up, just rewind just a bit, and then and then get to that critical piece. Sure. Okay. So the quick review. You got pre-Christian Celts, and that's basically what the Romans called the barbarians. Anybody north of the Roman Empire were these Celtic tribes, some of which were in Ireland. They had a fall harvest called Samhain. They did it every year. Fall harvest is a universal human phenomenon because harvest is a big deal. Then by about the 5th century, Ireland and the rest of Europe gets Christianized, and Samhain goes away, the Druids go away, and then basically it's the Catholic Church. By about 609 A.D., and then finally finishing in 1000 A.D., so centuries later, the Church has Hallowtide, which is a celebration of all saints and all souls uh, on November 1st and 2nd. Now, here's the critical thing I was getting to, Deb. The idea of souling, which was a tradition of children going around and begging for food and treats, on all holy days, not just uh, All Saints Day, not just All Souls Day, but Christmas, Easter, every holy day, children would go around and beg because you were expected to be more charitable on holy days. So this was a universal Catholic tradition. The The idea of children going around and begging for treats was not part of the Celtic stuff with Samhain. This is a, a uniquely uh, Catholic part of uh, this day. Okay. So that's the 13th century. Then we come forward to the 17th century. Here comes America, right? Uh, colonial America. And this is where we start touching on what we see today. Now, most people don't remember or realize or have read, but colonial America was Protestant. It was anti-Catholic. They stripped away. Christmas was out. Uh, the you know spiritual aspects of Christmas, gone. The spiritual aspects of All Saints Day, gone. All Souls Day, gone. The Protestants didn't like any of that. 
And what did remain was the vestige of the Harvest Festival, which was still important in colonial America because we still didn't have grocery stores. We still had to grow our food, and winter was rough. Okay, so here we are, Protestant colonial America, and basically we just have a Harvest Festival because we had 1,500 years, Deb, 1,500 years of the tradition of souling where children begged on holy days, some of which was All Saints' Day and All Souls' Day, gets removed. Then we skip ahead about a century more, and the Irish immigrants start coming to America in the 1800s. They bring some very vestige echoes of their old fall festival, and basically they brought the idea of kids playing pranks with them um, and, and a little bit of the dressing up. That is basically a, a faint mm-hmm. echo from mm-hmm. 1,800 years previously. Around the same time, 16th, 17th century, mm-hmm. the Catholics start coming to America in greater right. numbers, and they start bringing back All Saints Day, All Souls Day, and the idea of souling, which was a Catholic idea, and that gets blended with the Irish bringing an echo of their festival back. And then to finish the story, in the 1800s, we have Gothic horror becomes a thing, Dracula, Frankenstein, you know, vampires in general, and then later horror movies become mm-hmm. popular in Western culture. Uh, and that gets combined with middle-class America after World War II and, you know, our ability to have excess and, and have frivolity, you know, and a lot more income. And that's where the idea comes back of kids begging the candy um, and basically the modern version of Halloween. And these right. are all the layers that build what we call Halloween today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, you did a great job giving us the, uh, the, like how you said, the Cliff Notes version of it. Um, but let's hear what Connie has to say. I want to keep, if, if you can, you said you uh, could maybe stay with us the first part of the show, but we are a live call-in show, a very wonderful, welcoming platform. Matt Kabinsky is waiting to answer your call. Uh, Jeff Burson is at social media. And of course, Ace McKay, our producer, is at the controls. But we need to hear from you. So weigh in on this ask the question or make your own personal uh, comment and observation of this um, Halloween holiday. It's very commercial. We know that uh, we've got that part of it. It's also very twisted in many ways. And Adam's going to get into that in a moment, but we need to hear from you. So here's the number 833-288-3986. We thought this was so important because when the uh, spirit world aired this weekend, we were flooded with a ton of comp of uh, comments about the show. And I said, you know, Adam, we're so close to Halloween. Uh, it's tomorrow. We really have to have you back on uh, for our weekday listeners so that we can get educated very quickly on this, on this event. 833-288-3986. Please call in. You get to listen live after you talk to Matt Kabinsky, so you're not going to miss anything. But Adam, if it's okay with you, let's go to Connie, who's been waiting very patiently in Alberta, Canada. And Connie's listening on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Connie. Welcome to Take Two. Hi. Perfect. So, um, it's the first time I've uh, called in on this, but I've been listening to EWTN radio on my drive. I just became a new Christian. Um, I've learned a lot uh, since June, and I've always knew that, um, like, you know, on, on a spiritual level, that Halloween is not a harmless, uh, you know, harmless celebration or harmless, you know, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was born into a Catholic family, and I was um, had a rough childhood. Stepped away from uh, Jesus when I was a teenager for a couple years, and then had, um, I believe, a spiritual attack from the enemy. And that's when I came back and started believing again that, you know, I can't be an atheist. I couldn't be an atheist because it was just so much more beyond me, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I uh, became a new Christian in June. Uh, I've learned so much just listening to EWTN about things that, you know, I've I've been spiritual. I've... um, uh, looked at different practices, but I've mm-hmm. learned so much about how I need to honor Jesus and a lot of the things that I thought were harmless, you know, weren't actually harmless, you know. they were. There was a lot of things that I was doing that I didn't even know were, you know, considered, you know, not very Christian or that were, you know, sinful. So I'm really learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, so I believe that Halloween is not harmless at all. Uh, there's right. nothing uh, good about it. It's you know we know that it's a materialistic holiday, and um, it promotes sat- Satanism, and um, you know it's mm-hmm. right from kids to adults, you know that are uh, trivializing. Uh, Spooking people and you know horrifying people and sure. you know it's 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 just I don't I don't I don't like it <laughs> right right I well Connie thank you so much for making this uh, show the first time you called in and we just say to you welcome welcome to the family that's beautiful and I love how you said you're you are. Um, in your Christian faith. So that means that you're going to dive deeply, right, with Christ and in the scripture. So that's wonderful. And listening to EWTN can certainly help in that area because we are a, a resource for you. And and with 24 hours a day, seven days a week of, of broadcasting the gospel message with charity and clarity, I think that is so important. So thank you. Thank you, Connie. So you're talking about how it has twisted into this horror thing. Um, um, and really become uh, a day when the Satanists um, have have their uh, practices. Okay, so Connie, I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold, and I want you to listen to Adam, okay, about this, because that is perfect timing of how Adam can talk about now the modern-day version and what's really happening. Adam? Sure, Deb. So, yeah, thanks, Connie, for, for calling in. Um, so, uh, basically... The layer, the very recent layer of kind of the horror aspect of Halloween, as we said when we went over the history of it, really came in in the 1800s with the idea when Gothic horror became popular in the West. Um, it, you know, Halloween, in terms of the last 1500 years, was a time that children went around begging um, because it was a holy day, the eve before a holy day. And of course, um, not all kids wear demonic or scary costumes. In fact, a lot of the very young kids wear something innocuous like a princess or other things. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't have horror aspects. It certainly does. Um, But we have to be careful saying that it promotes Satanism necessarily. Um, 
though certain costumes, of course, do in a sense, you know, people dressing up as the devil and things like that, that's dressing up as the devil and, and a scary figure for sure. Um, I'm just, I think in terms of the modern American Halloween, um, I, I think it's tough to kind of ask the culture to completely abandon it and not do it, especially when it isn't explicitly and universally anything satanic. Um, some parts of culture, just like every other tradition in our culture, will have people in it that have different beliefs than we do and celebrate different things than we do. And some of those are going to be negative. But that doesn't mean that we abandon every kind of American tradition because some people want to inject kind of a, a negative or scary layer into it. Um, I think it's kind of how we choose to celebrate Halloween and, and just pointing out, you know, we don't have to do it in a scary way right. or anything that looks satanic or demonic. And, and to remember that it, it primarily has been a Catholic time for, mm. for um, mm. yeah, Holy Day. So real quickly, Adam and, and Connie, if you're listening, please listen to this uh, follow-up question, because so, it's actually coming in on uh, social media. Um, this idea of if, if, we, if we enter into this celebration, because it is an American kind of event or, and stuff like that, okay, um, are we promoting um, the demonic activity? Are we encouraging the demonic activity? Because, you know, people are seeing even headlines of, of that horror films can be a gateway to demonic influence. So when we participate, even on an innocent level, or we participate on a cultural level, are we promoting Satanism, Adam? I don't think we're promoting Satanism. I think that's probably, that's probably taking it a little too far. Like I okay. said, some people dress up as the devil and want to promote Satanism. Um, but that doesn't mean we should throw out the entire holiday. I, I think that would, I think just kind of a common sense approach to it, given that this is an American institution and, and a major holiday now that is not universally demonic or satanic. Mm. Yes, Satanists and witches do stuff on these days because they they have the illusion that they're they're participating in a pre-Christian religion, which which it's not. Um, but that doesn't mean that we throw out the whole American holiday. Uh, I would just say, you know, don't dress up in negative and particularly scary ways, and remember the 1500 years of this being a time for people to be charitable towards children, mm -hmm. and, and maybe Eve. remind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and remind people of that layer of it, as opposed exactly. to kind of giving up that territory to the to the bad, and saying, okay, we're going to withdraw from this and let evil completely dominate it and run it themselves. When this for fifteen hundred years has been a Catholic uh, event, I think to give that up because some people are celebrating the demonic with it is kind of giving up part of the cultural war. Right. Right. Wow. Well said. Connie, does that kind of put it into perspective? Yes. Um, yeah, it does. It, it does um, make me uh, understand. I missed part of uh, the first radio, uh, the first part about it. And I, I do recall, you know, having, you know, some of that history and Thanks for that explanation. I know, yeah. Thank you. I had chose not to, you know, participate other than giving out candy. Sure. There's no, yeah. 
Sure. Well, Connie, we're going to have to let you go at that because um, we've got you hear the music. Thank you so much from calling uh, for calling in from Alberta, Canada. Call us again, Connie. Thank you, thank you, Adam. I know you got to get going because you got a busy week uh, planned at your work that you do uh, for the Diocese of Pittsburgh. So thank you, Adam, and we'll see you again on. I'll see you again on Saturday. Okay. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Adam Bly. the question today is Halloween a harmless celebration and I asked a religious demonologist Adam Bly to be on for the first part of the show just to give us the uh, the quick uh, Reader's Digest version of the history of um, the origins of Halloween and then the modern day version of Halloween and I think I was just talking with Ace McKay our producer um, about this idea that I love the way Adam presents it because he's very balanced um, in his approach and that he's basically saying, and he works just so uh, our listeners or take two family know Adam works on a weekly basis in exorcism ministry. He's a church decreed expert. It's it's called a paratus, an expert in exorcism ministry. He has coached uh, priests uh, for, with well over a thousand exorcisms. Okay. He's very, um, uh, specialized in this area, very schooled in this area. And he's also the co-host of the spirit world heard on Saturdays on EWTN at 10 AM central, 11 AM Eastern. And I asked Adam to come on because the Adam works in this ministry. And I think sometimes when we hear all these, all this talk about demonic activity, Satanism, Wicca, witches, all these practices, you know, sacrifices, all these things happening, these human sacrifices and all these practices that are going on during the, the Halloween week, we can get really um, in a fear mode and then we run from, from everything. And, and he was trying to explain how it was and is a Christian holiday, and we need to reclaim it and refocus. And we need to, to really basically focus on, and and frankly, uh, definitely focus on as Christians, all saints and all souls day. And, and if we keep that focus, and we keep that prayer focus, and we get into that place, then the, the, the stuff that's happening uh, around us uh, is, is not going to have as much emphasis. I think sometimes, you know, in, in life coaching, they talk about what you focus on tends to, to uh, magnify. It tends to come, come in a bigger, in a bigger uh, state. And that is true sometimes because we over-focus on the negative and we should really be um, hyper-focused and really laser-focused on the positive, and that is God, all things of God. So what do you? Th- what does the Take-Two family think about that? I just wanted to bring Adam on because I really think it could help us to strike a, a, a nice balance with this. So if you want to weigh in on the conversation, now is the time to do it. I'd love to hear from you. Oh, oh, and you know what? Real quickly, before we uh, go back to the phones, let me do, I got to do a shout out. I love shout outs. Congratulations going out to two more members of the EWTN radio family. Evangelist Radio serving Summersville, West Virginia is celebrating, get this folks, 13 years with EWTN. Think how many souls that Evangelist Radio is um, reaching. 
Wow, that's amazing. And Holy Family Communications in Shenandoah, Virginia celebrates nine years with us. Congratulations, you guys, from your friends here at EWTN. We love you so very much. Keep reaching souls. That is incredible. Okay, so if you want to jump in on the conversation, now is the time to do it because we're going to run out of time. 833-288-3986. And just so you know, folks, because I don't, I really don't want to spend um, the whole entire day answering um, emails that I can and just say it um, plainly right now on the show. I personally, Marty and I, we do not hand out candy. We just don't. The reason why is because I am tired of seeing these really um, horror-based, ghoulish, grisly creepy costumes coming to my front door. I don't like that. I don't like to see it. I don't like to comment on it. I don't even want to praise the children and and young adults sometimes that are, that are wearing those costumes. So we don't give out candy. I put a nice little sign that says, sorry, no candy. And we focus on going to church and prayer and anything and everything that has to do with God. So we practice, I'm, we practice, we try to practice what we're preaching here. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. So you don't have to send me emails saying, do you guys, do you practice Halloween? No. Answer is no. I used to, when my kids were little, but we, my, I used to have my children dress up as very harmless costumes, like an M&M or something like that. Um, nothing uh, grisly and, and creepy looking. Okay. Let's hear what Chris has to say in Wisconsin, um, Sirius XM 130. Hi, Chris. Welcome. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Great. You know, I just came with their parents, and they were like dorky costumes, like teddy bears and um, uh, flowers and princesses. And, you know, and that, I, I think that's refreshing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I don't want to take away because someone being a devil from the other kids who are being uh, nice and, you know, doing the proper things they should do with their parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you're saying you want to just uh, are you saying we just want to focus on the more, you know, wholesome looking and modest looking costumes? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know. And if you go back in or even look at, like, Mexico where they, you know, do the um, picnics on their, you know, their parents' graves, et cetera, mm-hmm. you, know, they're, they're, you know, this can stretch very far. But I, I don't think we should take away from the, um, uh, you know, the, the young kids who are doing teddy bears, like I said, teddy bears, Martians, you know, uh, yeah. You know, don't don't take it away from them. There's so much negativity right now that they need to go around. To, is you know they're with their parents or their sisters, brothers, dogs. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think we should take that away. Well, and that's why, and I think it's part of your comment here when you spoke to Macabinsky that that's why a lot of churches are doing the trunk or treats where they are celebrating and they're asking families to come to the church campus. And you have those trunk trunk or treats where everybody gathers together and there is this fun, the fun, 
uh, beautiful, wholesome, innocent, pure way of of celebrating um, something that brings people together. And there's always a connection when you have food, candy especially, because it's a happy food, right? It, it just tends to um, make everybody smile when you think of, of candy. So I I would agree with you in, in that respect. And I think it's beautiful when you see these churches come together and they have and they share a meal together and they and they play games and have music and it's really quite beautiful it becomes a church festival and that's a way i believe in my personal humble opinion of of reclaiming it taking it back where it belongs and i agree with you when we focus too much on the negative it tends to expand in a way because it become it it overwhelms us we should if we focus completely on god then that is what radiates out into the world. What do you say, Chris? And they get, I agree with you completely. They get their little goodie bag, or they play dorky games. You know, when they did, like, the dig for the fish, or remember mm-hmm. the, you pick the fish? And, yes. Uh, you know, all, all those, like, kind, normal right. things. And right. I think that that makes the family happy, the church happy. It brings kids back to the church. And along with the family, of course. Sure, sure. And it's beautiful to always gather around the church campus. I've always felt that way. I think we, you know, we usually our churches have gigantic parking lots. You can do so many things on those parking lots and have fun bringing families together. And I think it's beautiful. So thank you, Chris, so very much for weighing in on this question today. Is Halloween a harmless celebration? And so, um, uh, so you know what here, Chris just freed an, a, a phone line up. So you can, you're going to have time. If you're listening right now, if you have something to say about Halloween, now is the time to do it. 833-288-3986. We had Adam Bly the first half of the show and he gave us a history lesson and then the modern day version of Halloween. And he really just said, basically, I, I, my takeaway from what he shared is we focus on God. We focus on God. Don't, don't focus so much on the negative side and don't practice anything negative on that side, but focus on God. Let's hear what Meg has to say. And Meg is in Dallas, Texas on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Meg. Welcome to Take Two. Hi. Can you hear me well? Yes. Go right ahead. Yeah, uh, I really love him saying that, you know, uh, the, the Christian aspect, uh, aspect of uh, Halloween. Uh, a lot of my Hispanic uh, people born in Mexico, they get all these videos from Facebook, YouTube, that it's a satanic ritual, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's um, I was born in Mexico, and that's what we did during Christmas. We went around the houses. People did their rosary and did the baby Jesus, you know, ritual. And then they let us come and they gave us candy. And I told them, when I came here to the U.S., that's what it was to me. Because Christmas in the U.S., uh, um, in America, has been, uh, you know, taken over by big corporations. Mm -hmm. And not, you know, uh, it's about Jesus. Christmas is about Jesus. And Mm -hmm. Halloween, like you said, don't concentrate. Of course, evil's going to be there all the time, but it's, that's not what it's about. So right. I'm really happy got that information. No, confirming what my thoughts are, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the uh, history behind it and all that. Right. 
Well, and Meg, you know, you bring up a really good point. I just wanted to say really quickly, because I think that what you're saying, we could apply across many areas of our, our life in, with regards to things that we encounter the demonic, the demons, the, the, the negative side will come in and try to hijack everything that is good. Everything. They'll try to twist it. They'll try to turn it. They'll try to ruin it so that in our minds, because how do they affect us? They play on our memories. They, they implant certain images that we have seen before. That's why these things about these ghost hunting shows that are on TV and paranormal activity shows and all this junk that's on TV that is being labeled as harmless entertainment. It's not because it's putting those images in our heads and then it starts to normalize the, the demonic, which is really bad, really bad. But that happens across the board. The reason why I know that Meg is because I see that in harmless things, just, uh, uh, of nature. I have seen things in people's gardens that all of a sudden it looks very, like a horror movie. And I'm thinking, where did that come from? And then you see something on TV that talks about how, you know, in the old days, you'd have these beautiful images in your backyard garden. And, and now people have these really creepy, demonic looking images. All things good will try to be hijacked by the demons. And, and we know that. So our role because we have free will, we have the ability to choose right and wrong. We choose good. We choose God. And that's what you're saying, right, Meg? Yes. And uh, I just received the other day, you know, instead of, uh, you know, refusing to participate, you can give saint cards um, to the ticket readers. Put a little goodie baggie and have a saint card. And that's the way you promote you know, our religion, what we believe, and not like, like you, I think you said, and Adam, uh, not just, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to participate. No, you want to go in and catechize, I don't know what the word is. Yeah, or, catechize, you know, absolutely. Yeah, evangelize, catechize, absolutely, Meg. Right. Well, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you're spot on. By our baptism, we're called to constantly evangelize. We're called to catechize. So you're spot on. And every opportunity we have to do that, we can either be promoting God or we're pulling people away from God. Well said. Meg, you're awesome. Thank you so much for calling in from Dallas, Texas. God bless you for uh, weighing in on this. I really appreciate it. Let's hear what Jody has to say in Connecticut on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Jody. Welcome. Yes. Hi. Hi, Debbie. Thank you for taking my call. What a great topic. And, and Adam Bly was terrific. Just thank you so much for having him. Um, mm-hmm. you no, know, I just wanted to say, I was thinking about, as I'm listening to some of this, first of all, I, I have a very positive view of it because I did know some of the history of it. And um, I choose to, you know, make it a day of charity, really, um, wishing people happy Halloween. Um, giving out candy with a smile, getting out there, talking to people as they come, and using it as, as a chance to evangelize. Even if you don't say the word Jesus, you're still doing it. Um, and that that's my first comment. Um, and, and get in there, you know? And my second thing is, like, I feel like a lot of us, these... Oh, like I think 
Uh, one more time, Jody. You cut out a bit. Participate in that. I, I'm afraid. I'm thinking, are we not baptized and are we not confirmed? I, no, I was just saying, like, it feels like these days, like, we're so fearful of everything. And as I'm thinking about some of the comments, I'm like, why are we so fearful? We're praying the rosary. If you're listening to this show, believe me, you're, you're baptized. And, and you're, um, you know, and you're living a good life. Um, let's get out there and remember that Jesus won the victory. He won the victory. We need to get that through our heads and go live it and go live it in the Catholic holiday of Halloween. That's what I have to say. I was just inspired to say that because I felt like, geez, you know, we're like, I, well, we're not going to do this. <laughs> yeah, I think it's beautiful what you just shared. And I like, I love the passion in your words. Um, and I think that is very powerful. And you're right. We cannot just run away in fear. And, and because if that happens, it's going to overwhelm us. We know that. So we have to go out there and be a brighter light for Christ. And it is part of our, it is our baptism. It's our baptismal, baptismal call. And we need to get out there and be strong. We are the church militant. You've got the church suffering in purgatory and the church triumphant who made it to heaven, the beatific vision. Then there's the church militant. That's us. So that means we need to be strong and navigate this thing called life in a way where we know the end of the story and we get as many souls there as possible. That's what I believe Catholic Radio is trying to do each and every day. Jody, you're awesome. Thank you. Keep the faith. I love that. Thank you for calling in. We'll get to Valerie and the others in just a moment. Hang on. Don't move. Don't go anywhere. I just wanted to share about the Rome boys. Listen to this. Uh, Tony, the theologian, Chris, the entrepreneur, and Joe, the farmer are the the Rome boys. In each of their podcasts, they take a timely topic and discuss it from three different perspectives. I love that. You can hear Rome Boys as well as faith-filled podcasts from our friends and affiliates across the nation, all in one place. And this week, they will be interviewing the author of 12 Rules for Manliness with author-speaker Ninja Surfer Bear Wozniak. And all, are, all of these are free at EWTN Podcast Central. Visit EWTN EWTN.com slash radio slash podcast today. Okay, that is so cool. Uh, let's go to Valerie. Uh, first time caller as well, driving through, I believe, the great state of Nevada, uh, Sirius XM 130. Hi, Valerie. Hi. Well, I believe that um, All Souls Day and All Saints Day should be celebrated. We should be praying for the souls in purgatory. We should be grateful for our saints and we should try to connect with them. We might have more than one favorite saint. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 in a way to do that, I, I went to a great Catholic grade school. And some of my favorite ways of celebrating were we would celebrate All Saints Day. Now, granted, some kids would still dress up for Halloween, but on All Saints Day, we would come in and dress up in our as our favorite saint or our namesake saint. And mm-hmm. or the closest to our names. There's so many interesting names now. So, um, and, and it was fun. I remember dressing up as St. Valentine's once and handing out Valentine's. So our goal was to dress as your favorite saint and act as your favorite saint on All Saints Day. We could do that on Halloween as well. Remember, there is, it has become kind of a dark holiday in some ways and kind of a scary holiday in some ways. And I hate seeing the dummies of hanging people, you know, and outside of apartments and homes because, it, you know, we, we see too many suicides. We see too many of these negative mm-hmm. things happen. It, it hits home 
so much more now than ever. We do see a lot more dark and light. Our world seems to have some definition going on. And we need to carry the light. So if we can go out there and act like St. Benedict, St. Francis, St. Joseph, Mary, Our Lady, in a Mm -hmm. kind of beautiful way, um, those are things we need to act like and we need to be um, representing in our world. Pick your saint, Mm -hmm. St. Teresa, and go out and dress up like St. Teresa. That will really be something you can give to those homes. And I do believe in praying and keeping keeping the good around you and blessing, saying your rosary, and, and praying for all those Halloween trick-or-treaters out there. Don't be fearful of them. Remember, God's with you. But pray for all of them, because there is always a risk. I'm always so careful driving on those days to the neighborhoods with all those people, especially the teenagers are out late and they're all wearing black. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I just you know think about it in as those days, and if we all pray together, even harder on those days, there'll be more light than darkness. There'll be more light than darkness. Valerie, I love the way you said that. I I couldn't agree more. And I, I love that idea. It's interesting that you say that because I, re, I remember that when my kids were little, they would dress up as like an M&M or something like that, very benign for, for Halloween. And then on All Saints Day, they, they would dress up as their favorite saint, or we would read about their favorite saint. And I agree with you to go to church, to pray, to wish uh, these families blessings as they carefully go through uh, the neighborhood. I, I think the more we can get this, the spoken word, uh, the more we get a beautiful um, God's, God's presence out there through us, the better off we will be. And I, I do agree with you on that. I have a neighbor. I, you, you're making me think of her. She was amazing. She would have all of the saints um, things and the holy cards, all of that. But she would she would take time with each and every trick or treater and the families, and that she would talk about God. She would tell them what parish she attends. She would tell them what ministry she was in. She'd say, "Be careful out there. God bless you. Don't forget to take you have your guardian angel beside you." She would remind them of God. So way to go, Valerie. I love that. Thank you for calling in. Okay, safe driving. And we'll get to Mary. We have time for Mary. And Mary is in Detroit, Michigan on Sirius XM 130. Mary, take it away. Yes. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to make a couple comments. It sounds like one of my comments follows uh, what was already said. But yeah, when my kids were little, they dressed up as um, a popcorn box and a Coke can or Thomas the Tank Engine characters, that sort of thing. But as they got to be school age... Um, we did dress up as saints because um, we'd have all saints parties to go to the next day. Right. And so we started putting more emphasis on um, going to the all saints parties, and they enjoyed um, dressing up and going around the neighborhood, and some people recognized who they were, mm-hmm. which saint they were, and some people did not. Um, so, um, you know, that's how we approached the holiday. But um, I also had another comment. We have some good priests. Um, I'm from the Detroit area, and um, the day before Halloween is called Devil's Night, mm-hmm. and um, there were lots of fires that were being set uh, throughout the city, uh, just a lot of bad things going on, and, you know, you have to believe that um, there was some satanic influence going on. So, um, you know, the community got together and tried to control that, but a lot of the good priests told us, um, you know, on um, the day before Halloween, go to Eucharistic Adoration and make reparation Mm -hmm. for all of the um, profanity uh, or the profane ways in which there will be sacrilege against the Eucharistic um, Lord. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we kind of took that approach also. So it really sort of, excuse me, extended the 
the um, the holy celebration of that week because uh, we'd pray on Devil's Night and then we'd um, you know dress up as saints on Halloween. The next day was All Saints Day. We'd go to parties and then we had All Souls Day and mm-hmm. we'd go to Mass for that. So it just made it a really beautiful holiday. Like everything was so focused on Jesus. Yeah, a prayerful week. Absolutely. So we we take to prayer as Christians. Absolutely, Mary. Um, I know you uh, talked about it It was like the devil's night. Uh, I I know in other parts of the country, they call it mischief night and stuff like that. So just that that's what you were referring to, Mary. Thank you so much for weighing in on this. I, I think I just want to wrap it up for our Take Two family. Um, you guys, I think you guys did a beautiful, a beautiful with the comments, the questions, the emails coming in. You can always email us at take two at EWTN.com. But I think it's safe to say we all agree. Let's focus on God. Let's focus on prayer. Let's focus on this beautiful week of all saints and all souls, those holy men and women of God that are on the road uh, to, um, to the beatific vision and those that have made it to heaven. How amazing. Let's focus on that. Let's focus on prayer and be Christ out in the world. We always remember that if we do that, we will have a better world, a better culture, and things will be in, in, in proper order. We will have God first and that he will be our focus and, and that light will radiate to everyone. So let's be that light out there. And that is a beautiful thing. I love the Take Two family. You guys are so awesome. You know how to take on every single topic. You do it so well. You are the catechists and you're incredible. And the cool part about being at the end of the month is we always have unscripted and that's kind of a catch-all program where we bring everything together so you can bring anything to the table well almost anything to the table and we have another special guest tomorrow you're not going to want to miss unscripted and jerry usher will be back tomorrow so i want to thank the show team matt kabinsky did a great job jeff burson at social media you are awesome and of course our producer ace mckay incredible and we love 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 the take two family and all the affiliates that carry take two with jerry and debbie thank you so very much until tomorrow have a beautiful and blessed day and we always ask saint joseph please pray for us see you real soon